0: Now, it's time to think and discern. This is Bob Bernie Live.
1: If you've come to the conclusion that up is now down, down is now up, right is now left, left is now right, and far more important, good is now evil and evil is now good. Uh, if you have come to that conclusion, you're not alone, and you are right. Hey, welcome to Bobberty Live. It is the 5 o'clock hour, and here's my telephone number, 877-BOB-LIVE, 877 262 Now... Let me preface what I'm about to say in the story that I'm going to get into. I don't believe that the Bible should be used as a bludgeon, like a club. Uh, I really don't, and and never, never have. Uh, Let me me tell you just a, a quick story. Most of you know that Joy and I, many years ago, were in Wichita, Kansas, um, I was youth pastor of a, a wonderful church in Wichita. Joy and I loved those kids. And God gave us an unbelievable ministry with college-age kids. College kids, young, single adults. It, we just—the the doors, the windows of heaven just opened on that ministry. Um. Anyway— Uh, I remember there was a a kid, he was a student at Wichita State University. We had a lot of kids from Wichita State. And uh, I met him in a clothing store, men's clothing suit store and so forth um, there in Wichita. I needed to buy a sport coat, suit, or shirt. I don't remember what it was. And anyway... Uh Joe and I began talking to him, and we began talking about spiritual things. He bristled. Sharp, 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 sharp young man. Again, student at Wichita State. Um, he was working at the clothing store to help him get through college. And I asked him, what, what turned you off? because it was obvious something had happened. And he related a story to us, how one day he was walking across campus at Wichita State University, and there were some people there from a student evangelistic ministry. Uh, Street preachers, street, street evangelists. And by the way, I have no problem with street preaching and street evangelists. I have no problem with that. Biblically, and certainly not constitutionally. Anyway, he told us this story that this young evangelist came up to him and asked him, Are you saved? Well, first of all, that's not the best approach. And this young man expressed kind of confusion. What do you mean, am I saved? He took his his uh, coat he grabbed hold of the collars of his coat and began shaking this young man and began screaming at him, if you don't accept Jesus, you're going to go to hell. You hear me? You're going to go to hell. Well, this young man recoiled, pulled back and said, get your hands off of me and get away. Well, I think that would be a natural response. That street evangelist, campus evangelist, was a Christian idiot. That's not how you witness to people. That's not how you tell people about Jesus. You don't walk around with a big sign on your back that says, turn or burn. Okay? Now, if you know anything about me, of course we need to talk about sin. Of course we need to confront sin. Of course we need to tell the truth. But We speak the truth in love. We don't grab people by the collar, shake them, scream at them. Okay, I went through all of that just to say, I don't believe we are to use the Bible like a club. But the Bible is true. And the Bible speaks very, very clearly on issues of gender, sexuality, marriage, The Bible is not ambiguous on same-sex relationships, homosexuality. The Bible is not ambiguous. It is very clear, and it's not just Old Testament. It is New Testament as well. Okay. I went through all that to get to this story out of Oklahoma. I made reference to it, um, I think it was toward the end of last week. A young man by the name of Rich Pankoski, he has an online ministry called Warriors for Christ, okay? I don't know a whole lot about him. He does podcasts, he's got quite a following uh, on social media and so forth. And on his popular podcast social media uh, presence, he has taken a very strong biblical stand on homosexuality. And uh, he has begun in Oklahoma to post pictures of gay pride events and publicly available, not private, but publicly available photos. If you notice, whenever we have the gay pride parade here in Columbus, The local media is all over it. They will have their anchors riding in the parade and so forth. But they never, 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 ever show extensive video or pictures of the Gay Pride Parade because they don't want you to see what's going on. They don't want you to see it. They're there. They support it. But they don't want anybody to know what they're actually supporting. Well, this young man has started posting pictures of Gay Pride events same-sex weddings, children uh, at drag shows, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Well, a group of LGBTQIA plus folks in Oklahoma has gone to a judge and said they felt threatened by the content. Pictures of gay pride events, same-sex weddings, and so forth, accompanied by Bible verses on homosexuality, gender, sexuality in general. You got the picture? Real pictures that are publicly available, and Bible verses about what God says about homosexuality. That's it. He hasn't threatened anybody. He has just put it out there. This is what's going on. This is what God says. Well, they have found a federal judge in Washington County, Oklahoma. And this judge has slapped a five-year protective order, quote, against conduct that could cause these activists to fear for their safety, which means quoting the Bible. A protective order against quoting the Bible online, on social media. And if he doesn't obey this protective order, he could spend up to one year in prison. No, this is really happening. The Rutherford Institute has come to defend him and they are saying that the terms of the judge's orders, quote, are so vague and overly broad as to chill lawful First Amendment activities and could broadly be interpreted to prevent him from citing similar Bible verses critical of the church's or LGBT group's activities. In other words, we have a judge that has prohibited the quoting of certain Bible verses because it could make someone feel threatened this is where we are yeah good is evil evil is good Hmm. came across a verse of scripture this morning in my devotions about this I'll share it with you when we return
0: today's news, god's word and your thoughts. This is Bob Bernie live.
1: I am uh, currently in the book of Isaiah in my uh, personal devotions. I love the book of Isaiah. I mean, I just, I, I, I love all the all the Bible. I love all the Word of God. But I, I do have favorite portions. And the book of Isaiah is, is one of my favorites. And um, I have said often that um, I grew up in a solid Bible-believing church in California. And my pastor used to say all the time, the Bible is more up-to-date than tomorrow morning's newspaper. Well, the book of Isaiah is more up-to-date than tomorrow morning's newspaper. Uh, History often repeats itself, and what we are seeing in the United States of America has happened before. Uh, The nation of Israel, God's chosen people, did often what we are doing here in America. Now, I want to make it clear. Uh, I do not believe that the United States of America has the same place in God's plan as the nation of Israel. I know some people who believe that. I don't believe you can prove that biblically. Uh, I do believe, however, there are many, many, many similarities the nation of Israel was established on the fact that God was sovereign, that God was the sovereign king, creator of the universe. The United States of America was based on that same principle. Read the Declaration of Independence. Well, Bob, you got to know not all of the founding fathers were Christians. Eh, well, that's probably true. I would imagine that several of them, if they were living today, would not be classified as evangelical Christians. I believe most of them would have been, but not all. Uh, Thomas Jefferson, yeah, we can debate that all day long. I think there's an enormous amount of misunderstanding about Thomas Jefferson. And the skeptics, the atheists, the agnostics love to use Jefferson I I think they misunderstand. Benjamin Franklin probably was not a born-again Christian, although some believe that he did become a Christian later on in his life. Most people think he was a deist. But regardless, all of our founding fathers, without exception, believed that God was supreme, God was sovereign, God was the creator, and all of our rights come not from government but from God. That is irrefutable. You can't even debate it. And so there are similarities between the founding of the nation of Israel and how God dealt with them and the United States of America. God would bless, bless, bless Israel, and then they would start running off after idols, false gods. They would turn from God. God would bring his judgment upon them, and then they would turn. They would have a revival. And, of course, that's the context of Second Chronicles 7, verse 14, if my people which are called by my name, and so on and so forth. uh. And so here we are today, we are farther away as a nation from the founding principles than we have ever been. We have never, ever, ever, ever been this far away from the biblical principles upon which this country was founded. And so as I'm reading through Isaiah, I found these verses to be unbelievably appropriate for today. They were written to Israel. They are certainly applicable to America today. Isaiah chapter 5, listen to this in verses 20 and 21. Woe unto them. And if you know anything about Scripture, when you read a woe, it means woe. It means, give me your attention, something bad. Woe unto them that call evil good and good evil, that put darkness for light and light for darkness, that put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. Woe unto them that are wise in their own eyes and prudent in their own sight. Is that not a description today? If you stand for biblical marriage, biblical relationships, biblical definitions of gender, male, female, man, woman, you are considered to be evil. You discriminate. You hate. You're a hate monger. You you don't believe in equity. You don't believe in equality. If you believe in what Scripture calls righteous, righteousness, and just plain good. You are considered evil. You're a fanatic. Like this guy in Oklahoma. Simply quoting Scripture, saying what God says about family, marriage, gender, and so forth. And a U.S. government judge has put a a protective order around him and ordered him not to quote Scripture if someone who could be offended by it would hear it. This was God's message to Israel. Woe. In other words, God was warning them. I'm I'm not going to tolerate that. Woe unto them that call evil good and good evil, put darkness for light, light for darkness, That put bitter, bit, bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. God gave them a warning. When they heeded the warning, God blessed them. When they did not, there were consequences. I know we're living in New Testament times. I know that. God has not changed the God of the Old Testament is the God of the New Testament he reveals himself in different ways New Testament he is more characterized by grace and forgiveness the Old Testament he is characterized more by justice and judgment he's the same God however woe unto them that call evil good and good evil It's a warning for us as well.
0: Three star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's.